Hello, everyone. This is Joe Horsemar from Off the Clock, a podcast made the Johnsonville way. I'm just stopping in here to say a couple words before you dive into this next episode of Off the Clock, a podcast made the Johnsonville way with Mark Bennett. Uh, this is a fun episode. This was actually our pilot episode. Uh, Mark sat down with us. He's a member of the Marcon team, and he decided to be our guinea pig to see what we wanted Off the Clock to be um, as a final product. So you'll notice a couple different things with this episode. Hopefully you can point them out on your own. Uh, but if not, one of the major ones is all three hosts are uh, interrogating Mark, if you will. Uh, and Mark was a great sport about it. So just wanted to stop and say, hey, uh, we didn't want to forget about Mark and uh, what he contributed to Off the Clock and um, by helping us out with this pilot episode that we have now turned into episode 11. So... Hope you all enjoy this episode of Off the Clock, a podcast made the Johnsonville way. You're listening to a podcast made the Johnsonville way. Welcome to Off the Clock, a podcast made the Johnsonville way. You are here with your three, uh, not guests, but hosts. Uh, this is Joe Horsemeyer. We I've got... <laughs> great, great start. Magic of editing, folks. Great, great yeah, That might not be edited out. We don't know yet. So uh, to my right, I've got... It's Jeff for health. Good job. And then... Krista Brazo. Wow. And today, of all days, guys, <laughs> we have a guest. We have a guest. <laughs> We have a guest. We have a guest. We coerced Jeff, that was your, him. <laughs> that was so your job to join in with that. Anyways, I was who is our like guest the, today? Be our guest. Be our guest. Like right. Yeah. That's where I was hoping you were going to be. Beauty and the Beast. You had it failed. We have Mark here. Hello, um, Mark. Say hello, Hi guys. folks. There you go. <laughs> hey, Mark. Hi. Mark Bennett. Hi. Oh, good. I didn't know if it was <laughs> Bennett <laughs> or Benoit. I didn't want to say it out loud. Say it wrong. All right, let's let's hear Mark's story. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah, I don't yeah think we're going to judge you now, Mark. <laughs> I did feel like this was a little interrogating. <laughs> that's a word. Um, interrogating? So, yeah, yeah, I don't know. Go with that. Um, that's right. We have one light on him right now. Um, <laughs> He's <laughs> sweating. In a chair He's sweating, so it's going our, well. I have, yeah, I'm sweating profusely, so <laughs> I know good. it's going good. Mm-hmm. Um, good job. My uh, Johnsonville story. So, um, first of all, my title is I'm a shopper marketing manager. I work in the marketing group. Hi, Mark. Hello. Mark um, from marketing. Hey. Mark from marketing. <laughs> <laughs> I was born for this role. Um, <laughs> yeah. And uh, my, I've been at Johnsonville for about eight and a half months. I started in um, September of last year, so getting close to getting close to my first year. Um, before this, I worked in advertising for nine years. So I worked in an account management function uh, at an advertising agency. In fact, I used to work at Kramer Crasselt, which was the agency of record before 
Droga 5, who is the agency that came up with all the current that member spots. Now, right? So nice. I worked at the agency that used to work with Johnson. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Is that how you were found? Or? That is how I was found. Uh, my coach, the guy who calls me Benet, um, <laughs> he was hired um, in, I don't know, about a year and a half ago. Okay. And uh, he poached me. He, he took me. So uh, That's I cool. Was, that's that's flattering. That's going to feel pretty yeah. It was nice. Huh? It was you very know? nice. Very flattering. So it was nice I've to... I've never been poached. I've, yeah. I mean... <laughs> It's a oh. very, it's a very flattering thing. There's so many egg jokes. Yeah, right I now. was just right. thinking the same. <laughs> been scrambled, but I've never. Been <laughs> no, um, so I. That's well, a fact. <laughs> so uh, I came uh, to Johnsonville. I had, I actually did not work on Johnsonville when it was a client at CK. Oh, okay. I just sort of admired it from afar, and and but Jamie, my coach, was the account That's manager. That's a hell of a sausage company over there. Let yeah, me I just, tell I you. just kind of look at that. <laughs> Brat's giving. What an idea. Look at those billboards. Oh my God. They're on to something. <laughs> so, but uh, always, obviously, admired the company and uh, and was super excited to be able to work here. And, and now we're making podcasts. This is, is pretty crazy. Kind of, exciting. Which is kind of the dream. Because we really I, appreciate the opportunity. Yeah. Oh. So, so how thanks. long have you been here, Mark? I'm sorry, did I miss that? Eight, Eight months. months. Eight months. Sorry. Yeah. He's a noob. I'm a noob. I'm an N-O-O-B. Um, oh, I thought we it was N-E-W-B. <laughs> well, whatever. What, uh, each is her own. So anything that sticks out in the last eight months that you're like, this is a pretty cool place to work? Um, wow. Uh, well, Besides Bratsgiving. Well, Bratsgiving's been pretty cool. I, I think, you know, when you when you work in advertising, you know, you kind of, I think people on the outside think, well, that's a very progressive place to work, and there's a lot of, you know, freewheeling creative minds that work there, and that's all well and true. Uh, the stereotype coming from the agency to what we call the client side is it maybe is a little stodgier, a little bit stuffier. There's there's this sort of corporate rigidity that just doesn't allow for a lot of really interesting creative ideas, and that couldn't be farther from the truth here is what I what I found. Oh, okay. That's cool. That we've been able to have really creative meetings, and we get to really you know come up with new ideas and pitch those ideas and have the power and control to, to just – Go for it. Talk to customers about these different things. So I've been really pleasantly surprised with how we've been able to just kind of open up our minds and be as creative as possible, and it's been pretty cool. I think this podcast is a good example. Well, yeah, this is an example of it. And plus, right when you kind of came on was when we started doing the the commercials made your way, you know. And I think that you know you kind of came on right when that was happening. Yeah, that's kind of cool to see because I don't think before that in the last six years that I've been here, a lot of the advertising has been very. Traditional, very mm-hmm. yeah. Like, well, know. before this, we had the Ville campaign, you yeah, know, the yeah. Summerville yeah. and the Familyville and Tastyville. You know. mm-hmm. Tastyville. Well, you know, and I remember seeing, you know, I saw the initial work when I was still at CK, and I kind of got a little bit of an explanation as to the background. But when you, when I started to actually consider working at Johnsonville, so that involved, you know, going onto the job site oh, and reading sure. about the company mission and going through all that stuff. And you start to see like Johnsonville way and these types of things and everyone should use their God given talents to mm-hmm. do these. And you start to understand like, it's oh, a culture, this is a total yeah. no brainer mm-hmm. inside of a campaign idea. So yeah. it, it really does make a ton of sense. And like you said, this is a total reflection of that creativity where we can just say, Hey, we got some people that like to do podcasts and, Let's let's try one out. So we'll see That's how it awesome. goes, right? Yeah. yeah, hopefully it works out. Uh, listeners, please please keep listening. <laughs> Uh-oh. Joe's going to start Anyways, begging yeah. again. Yeah, I know. I've done that in the past. Uh, but <laughs> anyways, <laughs> uh, enough of enough enough with Johnsonville, okay? We we yeah. love it. They they 
help us out every day. They're the reason we're here. They are the reason for this season. Uh, but, um, I mean, It's Brad's time to giving. go off the clock, I feel like. Krista, wow. you could not be any closer to the truth You're than what you just said right there. Now we're on to the guts. <laughs> the, the reason for the podcast here today... <laughs> Jeff doesn't like it when I, I say that. Because um, I came up with it. That's why he doesn't. No, like it. I think it's good. No, the, the, thank it's you. nice. Thanks, um, so, Mark, you did send us an email with uh, a couple of tidbits of information about yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, so, what would you like to talk about? I'm not going to go into oh, what no. this email entails. I'll let you do that. But first off, I mean, do you think should we go into? You have a family. Do you have? You know, what what is? I have uh, I have a family. Uh, I am married. Um, my wife's name is Allison, uh, and we live in Whitefish Bay. Um, so I'm about 50 minutes away. Ooh, so yeah. uh, t- relatively long commute. Uh, we don't have any kids, uh, but we do have a, a dog, a 10 year old lab chow mix named Luna. Um, she's very sweet. Um, yeah, that's that's my that's that's my fam. That's my little fam. Awesome. That's <laughs> he has good. a fur baby, as I like to call it. It is a yeah, fur baby. Thank yeah. you. Wow. <laughs> us kids, it people without it's, kids it's have true. fur babies. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. right. Very good. Don't judge Very us. <laughs> so out of no judging, no judging here. Uh, so out of the three, I, you have a, a, a coffee date. You've got um, you've got a group that loves beer, Same and um, also what was the the one about? The national parks. the national parks, yes. So, so, well, what would you like to talk about? I, I guess I could explain a little bit about the coffee group. So, um, I graduated from Marquette in two thousand eight, and um, I lived with um, I lived with five guys at the time, and we kind of all recognized that you know most of us were either moving away from Milwaukee, we were all starting jobs, um, so we kind of felt like a little cynical about that. Like there's probably, this is probably how it's going to be and we're not going to be able to see each other that much. So we kind of felt like there's probably something simple we could do. So a couple guys, um, who still were living in the Milwaukee area and myself decided, well, you know what? We routinely were getting up super early in the morning because we would have exams and tests and studying and all that stuff. And when, every time we would get up in the morning before we would study, we would always, put on a fresh pot of coffee and watch like Mike and Mike or something like that on ESPN two or something like that. Did just, you hear they're breaking up by yep, the way? I did are. hear that. It's a, there's, it's a, yeah, that, that's a little, sorry. I don't watch it anymore, but it's like, yeah, it's, it's a, a thing. Little, it's yeah. a, you know, my husband really, yeah. Well, likes that show too. So you have fresh pots of coffee and watch that. And it was always just something that like of, of the many college memories and things I can't remember of college. <laughs> you know, that was one of the things that sticks out is, you know, you'd have those mornings where, you kind of felt like an adult, you know. Uh, yes. You know what I mean? Like yep. you have you're you know going to class, but you have your coffee and blah. blah. So we just, we wanted to try and replicate that in a way, and so we we started to plan out. Okay, Friday mornings, we're gonna get together, get a cup of coffee, and just kind of reconnect with what's going on in our lives. And um, we started at the Starbucks and Red Arrow Park, right downtown, right where the ice rink is. And it used to it was just me and my two former roommates, Dave and Dave. Um, which was super easy for me. <laughs> um, do they have a radio show? <laughs> they don't. They don't. Yeah, no, you'll do. Yeah. You'll do. Yeah. Oh, you're Dave too? Yeah, that's great. And you're? Great. great. I just be- need someone to wash these dishes. Be my friends. <laughs> yeah. Be my friends. <laughs> um, but, you know, we just would get together and, and have coffee. And then as life has moved on and progressed, you know, we've uh, expanded that group. Um, so 
we have six guys now that get together every Friday morning. Um, we have we're at Collectivo at the lake now. Um, so six six thirty a.m. every Friday. Wow! This Friday we got together and um, the conversation typically is not intellectually stimulating, <laughs> as you might say. But I think because we're um, you know we're all married or we're soon to be married. Uh, some of us have kids. I mean we've we've sort of introduced this broader family aspect to it. Um, you know, it's kind of a nice diversion from, you know, your, your work life routine just mm-hmm. to kind of, kind of forget about that for an hour and just kind of catch up and, you know, BS as, as they would say. So well, that's cool. Yeah. And, uh, and this group we've, we've gotten pretty close and we found that we have a lot of like mutual relationships over the years. So like, uh, w- one of the Dave's, um, has a good friend named Kurt who joined us uh, for the tasting or for the coffee um, for for coffee, and then he got married to a woman who happened to be in PT school with my wife, and, and that actually that so there's a closeness to that, and then it happened again with another guy, Tim. His wife was in PT school at Marquette with my wife. It's so, like six wow. degrees of Kevin Bacon so, or whatever that yeah. game is. So there's, so there's three physical therapist spouses in this group, oh, which is just it's always been really kind of an interesting thing. And then like uh, the, the aforementioned Dave, who is now, who, who, whose friend two. Kurt is married to Lizzie. Lizzie's sister is now engaged to Dave. So there's like oh, this. Oh, so wow. it's like, it's a, this is very complex. You can't say anything to anybody because it'll get around. Sounds tight, like a reality TV show. Tight knit group. Yeah. Um, That's really cool though because a lot of people say, oh, we're going to keep in touch. And I, they never yeah. agree. Five yeah. years later, you're like, what happened? And there feels like, you know, there's this very like subtle conviction about it where everybody is. It is part of the week, and if it's if you're not going, there's there's a really good reason for it. Either yeah. you had to be in work early, or you're traveling, but like nobody really misses it. Hmm. Um, you know, now that kids have come to the picture for some people, it's they're they're less. But you know, people make a point of going because we know that it's a slippery slope. If you start to miss yes, them, right. you get yeah. into another routine and you start to forget. So mm-hmm. uh, it's we really f- try and. And, and that's make awesome. It, it really is. Yeah, that's cool. really cool. And we and we've kind of expanded that out. So the other thing I was mentioning to you guys in the email is, um, we also we like coffee and we also like beer. There we go. We we enjoy a, a couple of beers every now and again. Um, so we've also sort of taken this vibe into beer tastings. So once every quarter. So we we do this every three months. We don't do this every weekend. This would be <laughs> hazardous to our health if we did that. Um, You'd be meeting at another group. We'd be, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or coffee's on Monday yeah. mornings. Yeah, coffee would be Monday morning, Saturday morning, Saturday morning. Um, but we, we get together and, you know, we, we found a, a very invested interest in different styles of beer, different flavors of beer. And so we will do seasonal beer tastings. We will buy, you know, beers that kind of represent that season. So October comes around, pumpkins and, you know, different types of Oktoberfests. And we'll sample different beers and we talk about it. And it's another time for us to kind of get together and, and just hang out. That's awesome. And so it's the same group, essentially? Same group. Okay. And this group is getting bigger and bigger. So there's six core guys. Okay. Um, and now the beer tastings have gotten to a point where brothers and <laughs> friends. So we had a, Everybody wants in on we it. We had a tasting two weeks ago, and we had 12. Oh. So it's doubling so where do you in go? size. 
Uh, usually it's a rotation people will host. Oh, um, so you go to houses, you don't go out to bars. No, we okay. go to, no, and mm-hmm. we, you know, we will either bring our own contributions or we will shop in advance, which is like another thing that we've done. Like you start to go and everyone, we, it's like six grown men. Yeah. So we'll do it's, that. It's, it's for a week or two. Like yeah, week. right. Yeah. It's it's not def- we're definitely night. not going to consume this in one night. No, <laughs> no. But, um, but it's been fun, you know, and then we, you know, obviously the host will make a nice meal and, um, you know, we, last time we, everybody had to make like a video introduction to the beers they were providing. Really? Which, wow. It's getting complicated. Which, Holy cow. I was a little anxious about it, but. The guy from marketing? One, <laughs> one, a little bit. I mean, there's, like, there's pressure on that. He's yeah. a behind yeah, the camera kind of guy. He's so not they're front expecting of the it to be really right, good. Exactly. But it was like the hardest I've laughed in a long time because oh, people no. just took it to the extreme, of oh, course. Sure. Um, awesome. So, yeah, it's it's just been a, a fun way for us to all reconnect and, and keep up. And, you know, it's it's silly, but sometimes you need a little silliness. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Cool. So what was the, what was the third bullet point in here? Oh, I think right. it was something about national parks and like just I think you know I was just trying to think of things. I don't have like I, super... that's really interesting. Yeah, I know yeah, these I two are some pants. Like, that's that's what I want to What did I write? Uh, I will read. But it. It's, your, it's your thing that you and your wife get to go to all these parks and oh. you, you hike around and sure. So I was my thought when I read it anyway. I was like, this is great. Like, like what's your favorite park? Did you oh. go to? What's the best memory you've had? Like these are things that I think other people would be like, oh, I want to go do that. I want to experience that too because you know I'm not going like to show up at your list, list yeah. stuff yeah. for me. Our national because I'm not going to be the guy who shows up at your you know six thirty uh, coffee breakfast. <laughs> but I might You're have the welcome. chance. <laughs> I appreciate the invite. Um, but anyways, he's going to show up. Next <laughs> week. Like, Who's this guy? Mark's like, I have no idea. Who is that? <laughs> I think it's Zach Brown. Is it? <laughs> <laughs> that guy from the Zach, Zach Brown band. <laughs> oh, this uh, isn't the beer one? No. <laughs> <laughs> All right, See you later. I thought it's it was in the morning. It's 30 a.m., Jeff. I'm not. Whatever. Uh, yeah, so. Okay, well, um, <laughs> so, yeah, I can explain that a little bit. Um, so the first trip that my wife and I went on, we had we had been dating for six months. Oh, there's That's a test the of your relationship. Five, five months. <laughs> and we thought, well, what the hell? Let's go camping in Yellowstone for a week. I want to be single so, for a while. And so we, break us we packed <laughs> tent, camp stove, sleeping bags, all of that into a Honda Fit. Which oh, my. We don't have this car it's anymore. A but large that, vehicle. That car, ironically called the Fit, because um, it fits a lot of things, but it's also sort of a glorified golf cart. Yeah. Um, I and, test drove one once. And, and we, uh, we drove that all the way to Yellowstone. We stopped in South Dakota on the way, and... Um, Camped out right by Canyon Falls for a week. Um, kind of drove around the park and slept in a tent and hadn't been dating for a, a year. Um, so in hindsight, I think that was a that was a risky move. It sure was, yeah. Potentially but, a gamble. Yeah, but you know, if it paid out. off. It yeah, it worked. I mean, you out. have a no, fur baby now. Yeah, so we have like, a fur baby. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> that's the first step. That was the first step. No, but we that, 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 that trip, you know, obviously brought us closer together because we. Had, we literally, <laughs> literally. <were laughs> sleeping in a tent, um, but also you know we we became a, a better couple and we really found an affinity for hiking in the national parks and it's just uh, we we do love to travel too and we've we have traveled outside the country since since then but we found that those parks are just I mean they're they're right there mm-hmm. they're, I mean it does take some time to if you're going to drive it takes time 
uh, if you're going to fly, it takes time, but they're right there, and they really are the most beautiful places in the world. And so we've done uh, Yellowstone and Grand Teton. We did those together, and then um, we did Glacier a couple years ago, which was just out of this world amazing. And where is that? I'm, it's I'm in, not familiar uh, with It's in the places. northwest corner of Montana. Okay. So it's, it's literally right at the northwest corner. It actually shares a border with Canada, and it goes yeah. up into Canada. I'm sorry, it's pronounced... Canada. Canada. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Canada. <laughs> Where did this pronunciation come from? I don't know. I've never heard this before. Oh, I think it's good. Um, Glacier is just out of this world. Like, okay. totally the best park I've ever we've ever been to. It's great. And what makes it a great park? Um, we look at... Well, we look these are legit questions. Look, questions. Yeah. I love that question. Me. I love Sell it. it. Sell it. Because I am not an outdoors person at all. So, I'm just like, this is a scary proposition. So, <laughs> obviously, you know, it is a majestic... You know, place, right? Okay. No, there by chance a glacier. When you say that, I know what you're talking about. I, I mean, I it, there. So there's this, this road, right, that goes birds. through. So this park, Yellowstone's a little different. Yellowstone has mountains, but it's not like a, a continuous rocky range. Um, Yellowstone, think of it. it Yellowstone, where, where its benefits are, it's kind of like this really unique wildlife and geological experience because there's. You can drive around in these roads. There's buffalo everywhere. You see bears routinely, moose, antler, you know, moose, elk, um, wolves. I mean, it's just this really interesting, like, life, wildlife. Um, Glacier is just a continuous mountain range, uh, and there's there's one road that goes through it, and then another road that goes around it. Okay. Um, so it's hard to get around it. So if you were like a backpacker, Glacier is one of the most one of the best places to go park and hike through. Hike through, yeah. Okay. So, but this road, it's called going to the Sun Road, and it goes from the, uh, it goes east to west, um, and it takes about two hours to get through all of it, and it's only about twenty five miles. because oh, okay. you're going switchbacks up, 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 and it's, but it's one of the more incredible. I mean, just more or less from just the engineering of it to be able to build this road into the sheer rock faces is just really great, and there's trails all around it. Um, so we thought Glacier just had this remarkable, you know, kind of uh, majestic <laughs> um, <laughs> view to it. And then there, there was wildlife, too. I mean, we saw grizzlies. We saw you know, these bighorn sheep that sit right on the trail next to you. And it's just and there's just so much great hiking there. It's, it's really, really wonderful. Um, and that's not to discredit Yellowstone. Yellowstone sure. is, you have to go to Yellowstone if you want to go to parks. Yeah. Um, it's one that I know about, but I'm like, I don't know where Glacier is. I have no idea where yeah, the other it's, ones are. So. It's a, it's a great place. And there's, and there's places to stay in and around that area. I mean, you do have to drive quite a bit to get around that. Like we flew there and then drove in, but, um, but it's really awesome. Yeah. Go ahead. W- would you say that Glacier or any of the parks that you've been to um, are still kind of, I mean, obviously they're parks, but are they fairly untouched by human hands? Because I feel like there are so many places nowadays that are, you know, hu- humans have conquered right. the world. So, right. you know, it's one of those things where can you go and literally find a majestic place anymore? Oh, yeah. Okay. Totally. I think the the parks and the park service, are they're very kind of self-aware as to, they have millions of people visiting these parks every single year. And, and, but they tend, the majority of those people that visit the parks will stick to the very easy to follow the paved portion of it. So we were just in Utah. We went to Zion National Park. Um, 
the traffic and the, the, the amount of people that go to this one canyon in Zion has required it to has required them to only make it accessible by bus. So you have to park, and then you have to take a bus to go into the canyon because they just cannot allow wow. cars mm. to go back and forth sure. in this mm. canyon because <laughs> they'll start to deteriorate oh, yeah. the sure, wildlife. Yeah. Uh, they'll start to you know erode from the actual cliffs itself, and then it'll mess with the whole yeah, yeah. system. Ecosystem, yeah. yeah. But um, you can easily go to another part of Zion where we, we did a, a seven-mile-out, seven-back, um, and we saw ten people. Oh, and it's just it's and it doesn't take long at all in that mm-hmm. country for you to be able to to walk for ten minutes and then be in the middle of nowhere. Okay, yeah, it does not take long. Huh. Yeah. Hmm. What would you say um, after doing these parks? What what did you come away thinking? Okay, I'm never going to do that again. Like, what did you learn about camping or traveling that you're like, wow, I wish I would have known that. I would have done that differently. Mm. And what, or what would you come away saying? Hey, if you're going to do it, you got to do this. Okay, um, I'll stay with Zion. So um, Zion is it's a the 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 primary part of Zion. It's a large park, but there's Zion Canyon, and it's this really interesting looking oasis where you've got it's in a. I mean, this is southern Utah, so it is what you would call a desert mm-hmm. or high desert, um, and it's red rocks, sheer cliff faces, two thousand feet up on each side. But there's a river that flows right through it, and so it's very green and lush at the same time. So red, green, river, really interesting contrast. Um, you, there's a hike in um, Zion called Angel's Landing, and you have to take a bus that effectively goes all the way to the end of the canyon. Uh, and there's this one rock that's kind of at the end of the canyon, and it's a, um, I mean, it's just like every one of them. It's a sheer cliff face that goes up about 2,000 feet. Um, so this hike is probably the most popular hike, um, but not everybody does it because it's kind of dangerous. <laughs> okay. um, I like to think that this hike was, it's, it, it's just dangerous enough for you to feel like you're taking a risk with your, your safety, but it, it's also kind of like approachable because a lot of people do it and you can, I mean, people have fallen, but you know, they're only, there's only so few people and you have to be kind of an idiot to do it. <laughs> so, um, no disrespect so anyway, so you go, <laughs> no disrespect for those who have fallen. All right, people. So, <laughs> so you go up Idiots. this cliff and you can kind of learn about the history of it, that this was, um, this trail was effectively built by the civilian conservation Corps in the 1930s during the depression as part of the new deal. You know, thousands of young men were hired to do these jobs that basically they, you know, created these uh, switchback trails into the rock. This was the work that they did, and they'd send all that money back home to help their families. Um, so you, cl- you go up this sort of man-made trail, and then you get to this sort of landing, um, and then, but you still have a ways to go, about a half a mile, but it's basically up like a knife edge of Ooh. a cliff. Yikes. And there's no trail like in the way that we would see it, like just like a, a sort of semi-paved <laughs> path. path. Yeah. yeah. So it's it's more of like a scramble climb. Um, and then there's chains that are bolted into the rock to kind of keep just to keep you balanced. And there are moments on that hike where it's I mean, I'm maybe looking like a foot, you know, to my right is just down, oh straight my down. goodness! Gone. Um, you gone? And and that's and I remember. F- I think if I had done this hike 
you know, if I was, let's say I was 16 or 15 years old or something like that, I probably would have had a hard time with it. Just, Mm. you know, just with heights and everything. And, but you kind of have to just totally block all of that out. And there are people that struggle with it. Um, but I couldn't do it. Me. (laughs) Yeah, me. Guys like me. It's, it's always, it seems scarier than, than (laughs) it seems scarier, but you get, you, you're able, most people are able to do it. We did have this one funny moment where we were kind of, we're like, okay, here it is. We knew it. We knew this was coming. We're going to do it. We're going to be fine. Um, and we (laughs) go up this thing. We're like, this is so bad. This is great. (laughs) And we get to this like other landing. We're like, are we there? It's so beautiful. Cause the view is incredible the The entire time. time. Yeah. Yeah. And then, and then I look forward and Allie's ahead of me and she kind of like pivots her head a little to the left. And then we realize that it, it's still like, <laughs> it's like we have to do three times as much. Oh, and it's like, you can just see this. It's and narrower, I'll show you guys a picture after narrower. we're done. But like, you can see this thing go up and the chain continue and all these people are going and we're like, Oh no! And that's kind of where the, <laughs> we made a terrible down? mistake. That was the part we thought was going to be the like the craziest part. It wasn't as bad as. Do you take the same path down? Same path. So you're passing people. Yeah. <laughs> so if anyone's doing this, if anyone decides that this is what they want to do after this rousing endorsement I've given it, um, go early in the morning. Okay, because that's as, your tip. As we were going down. There were more times where we had to stop and wait for other people to come up, and then we'd go. I mean, and everyone's super courteous. No, sure, one's, but I mean, still. we're all we're all on the same cliff together. <laughs> <laughs> um, for now, <laughs> but I can imagine at noon it's like yeah. crazy just being able to try and get up. So, so timing is everything. Timing is everything. So yeah, it was. But it, I mean, you get to the top of this view, and you basically just have this entire canyon in front of you, and it's like it, it just completely blows your mind yeah. that this thing is even real and it's just like one of these awesome experiences so and i remember there were multiple times as we're going up i think i don't know if i was saying this to just sort of like distract myself from the fear <laughs> but i was like this is probably one of the coolest things i think i've ever done i think like, yeah this will totally be worth this it when yeah. it <laughs> like, i swear this like, better I don't be good. much of into this whole skydiving thing i don't think i'd do that but like this was this was my like Zone. But boy, do I wish I were zone, wearing a parachute right, right? now. Yeah. <laughs> this is like my little zone of like, this is enough risk for me to feel yeah, like right. I'm alive. <laughs> I can skip the free fall. <laughs> I feel it now. Yep. Uh, yeah. Thank you, Lord. Yeah. So, it, But it was it's totally worth it. I would, awesome. I would recommend to anybody. That's awesome. Yeah, man. Cool. cool. Have you been to the Grand Canyon? We, we did go to, as part of this trip, we went to... Um, so we stopped at six national parks on this trip. Wow. Okay, wow. how long did this take you? It, we were gone for 10 days. Um, we flew to Phoenix. Wow, that's ambitious. Yeah, we flew. One day is six national parks. We go hard. Okay. Um, <laughs> or go home. We Work hard to, play hard. So we flew to Phoenix, um, rented a car, and we drove to Moab, which is like a seven-hour drive to it's southeast Utah. Um, and that's where Arches and Canyonlands National Park is. And that's a, a really cool kind of touristy town. We did some mountain biking, some hiking, and then drove from Moab over to Zion and went to Zion and Bryce Canyon um, and also Capitol Reef. So there's five national parks in like a four-hour area, generally speaking. Nice. Um, so you can really tack in all these places Get in a lot of the way. And then we just drove through the Grand Canyon on the way back uh, to Phoenix um, because you can do Grand Canyon for – you know, three to four days or one half a day. Like you can't really spend. That's what a, we did. Yeah. Half a day. We you, went to the cliff and you're just like, cool. Yep. And I was 16. So I was like, it's a giant hole in the ground. Why do I, why do I, why do I <laughs> oh. care? You know, I was one of those kids. Yeah. And uh, yeah. my parents is. hated it. Yeah. I'm still, <laughs> still, still yeah. Um, that kind of adult man. 
kind of ish. Um, Man child, I think the word you're looking for. <laughs> um, but yeah, so we just drove through too. It was a uh, the Hoover Dam. I thought was cool. Yeah, I mean you can't you can't unless you're gonna go into that canyon and get on a raft or get on a donkey and spend that for <laughs> three to four days. It's it, you basically just go and see it. It's yeah. just too big yeah. to explore. Sure. Basically, sure. Is what it is. so so yeah, we did interesting all of that. That's exciting. That's awesome. It was a wonderful trip. Bucket wonderful list. trip. Yeah. You do it all in ten. So days. what is what is your next? What is our next one? Yeah. Uh, we don't know yet, but we talk about um, we've talked about going to LA and renting a car and driving to Yosemite hmm. and going through the Sierra Nevadas and like Lake Tahoe in that area. Hmm. Um, that's up there. We've also talked about um, like going to New England and uh, Maine where Acadia National Park is. It's supposed to be really great. Um, yeah, those are the two that we've talked about. Alaska at all? Good. I know. We. I, I feel like Alaska itself is so a national So she park. has been to Alaska oh, okay. with her family on yeah. a cruise and said it was amazing. Yeah. And I've never heard. Obviously, I've never heard anyone say bad things about Alaska. Sure. It's never been something that I'm like, yeah, we got to go to Alaska. <laughs> um, so she did the cruise from like Seattle. Yeah, that's what. She, yep, my friends' cruise family did that too, and they loved it. It said it was yeah, it was and the pictures are great. Okay, but, Joe is so doing yeah, that. that could be up there. Yes, I will be doing that in August. Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. well, there we go. Wow. Yeah. But I've already been to Alaska myself. I've got family that live up there, and we took two weeks. I was going to be a freshman in high school, and um, it was it was phenomenal. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's there's still moments in my life that will not maybe they will top it. But um, you come around this bend like while you're hiking up a mountain, and your breath literally just gets taken away, right? Just with the sheer colors and the the size and magnitude of what you're looking at, it's just absolutely amazing. Right. So we had so many moments like that while we're just when you're just driving in that. I mean, when we drive to Sheboygan every day, mm-hmm. you know, it's a beautiful drive. Yeah. Don't yeah. get me wrong. I mean, these you know, Kettle Moraine is beautiful, yeah. green hills. Mm-hmm. But it does when you get to a place where you're on top of this mountain going down and you can see this yeah. literally huge world around yeah. you. It's just so different and so much bigger. At least how it feels. Um, so yeah, we, we've also talked about, we've talked about going to Glacier like every year. Oh wow. Like we just to be like, we love it so much that we would go back and just make that a thing. Well, that's awesome in itself there. And you drove there from here then? Is that what you said? For Glacier? Yeah. We actually flew. Um, this is the glamping thing we've done. We like to think (laughs) that we've done the the driving stuff. (laughs) We're done with that. So, but you can get a great flight, (laughs) getting into semantics, (laughs) but you can get a great flight from. Uh, Milwaukee to Minneapolis and Minneapolis direct to Kalispell, which is where the park is in okay. Montana. That's awesome. So we, you can do that in a half a day. You can do that flight. Cool. Nice. That's awesome. That's phenomenal. Well, I, you know, we don't want to cut you short here, but uh, I think we we have run out of time. We um, <laughs> I, we're literally on the time here. Yeah. Uh, timekeeper, is that yes? Okay. Yeah, the yes. keeper yes. of time. Um, keeper of so, the time. So. Uh, of course, from from the three hosts here, uh, we want to thank you so much for for joining us. Well, thank you. Uh, it's been fun. It's been yeah, awesome. It's been a great time. I hope you had a good time. Yeah, I did. Of course. Great. great. We'll have to do this again sometime. Okay. All right. Maybe after you visit those other parks, you can come back. Yeah, and tell yeah us that's good. That'll be awesome. <laughs> cool. Um, so again, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tuning in to Off the Clock uh, podcast made the Johnsonville way. Uh, this is Joe Horsmeyer, Chris DeBrazo, Chef for House, and we have Mark Bennett. Thank you so much, and uh, we'll catch you next time.